0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise. On Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM, finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon family and friends and welcome and thank you for joining us this afternoon. It's a beautiful sunny day and we have a remarkable, very special guest in our studio this afternoon and really something uh, that is so special in the sense that you you know she's been through so many difficulties and so many trials. We have, uh, Abigail Wilson in the studio with us this afternoon, and she's got a remarkable testimony that led her to a Holy Spirit-led gift, gift, as well as the fact that she could write these beautiful poems. So very welcome to you, e- Abigail, and thank you for joining us this afternoon.
1: Thank you, Annette.
0: And uh, we're going to continue listening to her beautiful, incredible testimony. But I think we're going to do a bit of admin before we get started. I really want to encourage you to join us this afternoon on our WhatsApp line. We are on 081-729-1657. Our SMS line is 37988. And our telegram number is 081-729-1657. And we know that uh, this is absolutely an opportunity really to get to know us a bit and communicate with us if you love us or just tell us about you a little bit. And then we've got a fantastic live Facebook and we should be on Facebook right now. And I can tell you now. Go and look and see who our guests are. We have a beautiful young lady in the studio with us this afternoon, and then you get to see, get to know us a bit as well, and see who our guests are. So please, and there's a lot of interaction before and after our shows that really can uh, share uh, a bit with us as well. And then we've got a lovely counselling department, which is very relevant. Um, it's zero two one nine one double seven. Triple O, option one, and see how we can pray for you, direct you, see how we can uh, just hear what your needs are, and then we can uh, please use us. I got saved through a, a phoning a, a radio stations uh, a, a helpline, so please use us and see how we can direct you. But first of all, we're going to listen to Come Alive, Dry Bones, Love This, by Lauren Daigle. Yes, and that was Lauren Daigle, Come Alive. Oh, what is a powerful song that. Um, Let us start our beautiful, welcome Abigail Wilson. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. It's such a privilege to have you here this afternoon. Um, Abigail has been on a very remarkable, interesting journey with her life, which brought through a beautiful gift in poetry so we are so grateful to have you in the studio with us and i would love you to share with us she's written this amazing book called the journey i'm not sure if you can see it clearly there we are we've got it there with the most incredibly holy spirit filled led poetry and they are so touching and so relevant to so many of us through the journeys of life so Abigail, give us a bit of your testimony briefly of who you were and where you've been and how did you get to where you bought this book?
1: Um, Thank you, um, Renate, for having me. I'm Abigail Wilson and um, seven years ago, my journey started. My husband had an affair. It, It was his second one and, you know, there was just something different in the atmosphere. I just knew that that I had to be alone, that I had to come aside. So I asked him to leave the house. And just, um, he was um, gone for about two months, and then Father gave me a dream. And in a, this dream, this lady prophesied over me, and she said to me, I'm so excited for the journey that Father's going to take you on. And she gave me Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, And then um, I started to to journal. I I always walked around and I always had this book with me because I knew that there was just something different, that Father was, um, that I was like this mediocre life that I was living up to then. It wasn't what Father asked for me. And then I just, um, I just, I knew that I was going on this journey. And I was fortunate to have that dream, that Father gave the dream to me, because we don't hear in churches, we don't hear at conferences that, that there's, a, there's a journey that Father wants to take us on, a journey of healing, you know, inner healing, and a journey of um, working on our character and our integrity mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, A lot of times we get prophecies and then we think, um maybe I get a prophecy that I'm a prophet or whatever and then I just think the next day I'm going to step into these things and no one tells you that there's a journey where father wants to transform his um, daughters and his sons and he wants to heal us because he can't put unfinished products, you know, on display. And we see it all over. There's a lot of people in ministry that, you know, they they hurt other people. Or you can see that they still, the character is not what it should be. And so Father took me on this journey. And I was about, I think it was a year and a half in this journey. And then I still had this little um journal, this book with me everywhere I went. It was like a big art cover, black <laughs> big art cover book. And then father just started to like one morning I had a revelation of father's love. It was like a eighteen months into my journey. And um I was starting to unpack, you know, all that and all the pain and father was dealing with my anger. He was dealing with my bitterness, my unforgiveness, you know, with my pride, all of those stuff. And then um, as I, I always tell people, as I started to unpack and my heart was lighter, then all my gifts came to the forefront because I didn't know. Mm. I never yes. knew. I thought I was just called as a prophet and maybe I was going to sing. I never knew that I was going to write. And then this morning I was, it was early in the morning and I just had this revelation of God's love. And you hear the teachings of love in churches. But you have to have a revelation of Father's love. And Father's love just um, came over me like billows of waves. These waves coming over me. And I was just like... Because I was always in the background. I was very, very shy. I can't believe that I'm sitting (laughs) Sitting here. here (laughs) I was always in the background. I was always in hiding. I didn't want to speak (laughs) in front of people. And then that morning... I just realized when this thing came over me, Father's presence and his spirit came over me, I just realized, but I'm so loved. I don't have to to care about my, you know, my skewed teeth anymore. I don't have to care about my thin (laughs) legs or whatever. Father loves me. He's madly in love with me. So if he loves me, then everybody else (laughs) is supposed to love me. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then he started to download, you know, these poems yes. for, these mm-hmm. prophetic poems for for women, like um, The Desperate Bride, like Arise My Bride, mm-hmm. The Wilderness Bride and Journey of Love. I, I, I think I've written over 200 of these um, journey poems. And in that book, um, there's 88 poems. And I started to write these poems, father downloaded the, the poems. And um, then I saw on Facebook, this 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 group, Poetically Prophetic. And I was thinking, maybe I must ask this lady if I can send my poems, because I think I had like four or five poems. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared. And then luckily I watched this um, this um video and this pastor said, But how's people gonna know about you if you don't put yourself out there? And then that was like really a step in faith for me because I'm so shy. And I asked this lady of Poetic Prophetic, and I send her one of my poems. And where's she from? She's from America. Yes, and I asked yes, her that's, I
0: want you to mention <laughs>
1: that. And I asked her if I can write for uh, um can I send a poem because I wrote I think five poems four or five and I seen one of the poems and like in the next hour she said yes I can and immediately that day she, she put it on Facebook and she said to me she'll just come back to me and ask her partners if I can also blog for her. So since 2016 I started to write for Poetically Prophetic and I blogged for restored ministries and you know. But that was a training field, hey? Yes. Really? 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 Because otherwise you would
0: never have stuck it
1: out. And I didn't know she was going to post that same day, you know, my poem. Mm. And for three years straight, more than three years, I wrote a poem every week. And my daughter said to me one day, mommy, that's so amazing that every week you must give birth to a prophetic poem. And it, it's spe—it's for women, but it's also for men, you know. And and like mm-hmm. one of my friends said to me recently, she said to me, Abigail, you know, I went through a very dark season, and you will never know how much your book meant to me. Because that time, um, I had a few books um, from America. Because this, this is the one I'm releasing now in South Africa, that one. But it's the same poems. Okay. I asked, Father only gave me permission to do my books um, in South Africa last year. So that is the first 88 poems. Because wow. I'm very, I, I don't do anything before, if Father doesn't, you know, give me a, the go-ahead. And for years, he didn't give me the go because it's a lot of money to get the books from America. And people would ask me and I would uh, Abigail, bring your books to the events where maybe you're going to speak. And then I would just say, but Father didn't give me, you know, that release. It's important for me to to listen to him, not to do stuff that I'm not supposed to do before the time, you yes, know. Yes, that's so good to know. Yeah. And so, um, and that was two months before um, the 8th, I started to write the 8th of um, December Before Two months before that, one of my friends had a dream, and she said to me, the, the symbols that stood out was America, and it was um, the 8th of December. And you know, later that night, when Michelle from America posted that the poem, around 11, I was um, speaking to someone. And then I realized, but today is the 8th of December. Because when my friend had the, the the dream, 8th December, America, invitation was the other um the other symbol, I was just saying to her, No, what does this mean? And then <laughs> it happened like, exactly, it's like far fetched, it's out of your reach. <laughs> yes, and it happened exactly two months after that. Incredible. I only realized later that night, but today's the, the 8th of December. That is incredible that she actually did it on the yeah. 8th
0: of December. Yes. I mean, that is how <laughs> finely tuned our a father is, yes. and how. You followed his out of obedience his instructions, yes. and that Michelle also did it out of her instructions and was obedient. Yeah. So the Lord really orchestrated this incredible journey. So tell me, um, you know, uh, up until then, you you had that. But what was the process of the the training? I mean, what were you experiencing in this town?
1: You know, um, Father wants his daughters to to go through their processes, not just his daughters, all of us, but I'm, I'm you know, I have um, like a mentoring um, group of women that I'm mentoring. And um, I always tell them, there's always before we can step into Father's plans for us and his dreams for us. Just like with Joseph, just like with Esther, there was a time of preparation and people don't tell us that. People, pastors even, yeah, they don't tell us that. That there's a process, there's a journey before you can step. And I believe that I'm one of the forerunners, you know, in that. That I, um, Father trained me this. And this is really, uh, my mandate is to, to to prepare the bride. That's what Father yes. told me. And this is how I'm preparing the bride, you know. Preparing the bride we must heal, we must go through our pain, we must go back. And a lot of times, Father will take us back, you know, to to our pain and, and to visit those hard places and to work on our character. Like I said, I had to deal with, with a lot of anger issues. I had to deal with a lot of um, unforgiveness. I had to deal with a lot of pride, a lot of things, you know. I th- always thought that I was so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fool ourselves. <laughs> and then Father, shine his light on us, you mm-hmm. know, during the process. And he's just busy. He's just like, Abigail, deal with this thing, deal with this thing, deal with this mm. thing. And, you know, some of the things were easy to deal with, but a lot of the stuff were hard. Like, um,
0: and I, painful. And hey? painful, painful yes. 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 There was a lot, of, a lot of wounds yes. that we accumulate.
1: Yeah, a lot of times I was just like in a fetus position. Position, and I was just like crying you know I was just so hurt but father taught me that Abigail you must keep your focus keep your focus and don't um, you know don't um, let your emotions you know guide and and mm. heal you and I always say if father could take me through a journey he can take any one of us you know through a journey and it's so important to to you Um, Like my one um, spiritual mom once said, this guy was standing on the stage and she thought to herself, he was worshipping and she thought to herself, oh, he's so anointed. And then afterwards, they had like a gathering um, at a um, restaurant. And then when she listened to this guy, she was just shaking her head, thinking but this man, never went through his processes. His character was not, you know, what what it should be. We are the we are the kingdom ambassadors. And and yes. Yeah. And how how I am at home is important that I'm also that person outside of my house and and uh, other way around, yes. So yeah, and that is so. It's so relevant what you are
0: mentioning now, and yes, family and friends. You know, this is really just an just an a, the beginning of something that could possibly ignite in you as well. Just yes. listening out there, the fact that you might be sitting on some wealth of wisdom and knowledge that you have not been able to share, and you know, posi- and you know, writing it says when it's written. It manifests as mm-hmm. the same as the word. The word is life. So when a person journals and writes certain things, and especially like you said, the 8th of December, if you remember your dates, start being intentional, start being uh, specific and really wait on the Lord to see how he steps in. And he comes alongside you with this journey. But we are going to listen to Love Never Fails. I mean, this is just so incredible. Like you said, you just had this awesome experience of the love love of the Lord just pouring out on you. And uh, this is the song that we are going to really enjoy and embrace. And it's called Love Never Fails by Brandon Heath. And I can tell you now... Abigail has got so much more to share with us. And uh, let us just listen to this first and enjoy this, family. It's going to be a beautiful song for you to enjoy. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you. That was Love Never Fails by Brandon Heath. Oh, my word. And it was just, we were just talking about his absolutely perfect and unfailing love for us. And, yes, we have... Uh, beautiful Abigail Wilson in the studio with us she's written these most incredible beautifully Holy Spirit uh, led poems but it didn't come out with its pain without its pain and challenges and uh, trials on her journey of healing and yes uh, Abigail you're gonna share with us why do you think your poems are so relevant to where we at right now as listeners you know you're going to share one or two of them later on but i would like you to tell us what is it that is really going to touch our hearts through your poems
1: um like i said now like um one of my friends told me how you know everyday father would just give her the correct poem and also um I always make um, scrolls, little scrolls at my meetings, and then, but different scrolls. And the ladies will always come back to me and tell me, Abigail, the poem that I got just spoke to me, you know. and But I always pray over the poem so that they can get the correct poem. And, um, you know, just before I went on my journey, I also had a dream with, where I was standing at the beach with my husband, then and my two children and then all of a sudden they they just disappeared and I was standing alone and as I was looking out on the water I saw Jesus coming towards me and I, he was walking on the water and he looked so beautiful and but when I looked down I saw that he had this big book in his hand and on the waves I saw people drifting like from all nations tongues and tribes and I was wondering why they why they're drifting on the water, but they were so at peace. And Jesus was walking towards me, and he had this book. And then the water came up against my legs, and I um, I, I got scared, and so I woke up. And immediately when I woke up, Father gave me the scripture, um, in Revelations. He said, Revelations twenty-two, and behold, and behold. I'm coming quickly and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. And at that stage, I knew that if Father was to come now, that I was not going to be ready. I was just like a normal Christian, you know. For years and years, I was a Christian and I thought that I was so perfect. I thought I had this relationship with Father, but it was more religious, you know, mm. religious. Um, just one. thing yeah, it wasn't that intimacy, you know where and i had I think at that stage yeah i had I had a calling already, and I was flowing in the prophetic, and then um father I just knew yes that my character, my life was not you know what it sh- is supposed to be, and then i i as when I went on this journey, father you know he dealt with everything. Things that I didn't even know, you know, that I had to deal with. He was just shining his light on everything. It was the one thing after the other. And um, one day I said to him, I said to him, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. <laughs> and he said, he said to me, Abigail, just see everything as training. Every yes. problem, every challenge that is coming your way, just see it as training and ask me what I want you to learn through it. And it made my journey so much easier, you yes, know. Yes. And because you know
0: he's with you in it.
1: Yes, yes. And the three things that, Father, the journey for me, you know, that wilderness season, alone, mm. normally takes us away from. He took me away from my family, my friends. I was alone in his presence most of the time. And it was like a journey of dying to self. It was just I had to die daily, daily, daily. And it was a journey of... To, of surrender, you know. I just had to surrender everything to him. And the the third thing was, um, what was the third thing again? <laughs> but <laughs> don't worry, we'll come back but, to you. And and like focusing on him, you know. Mm. Do not focus on my husband. Do not focus on this new um, woman that he had. You know, she was also a married woman um, with three children, and I was just, you know. It, there was so much hurt, you know. Mm. I had to, to think about myself. I was thinking of that family. I was thinking about my son and daughter, Braden and Eden. And I was just like, um, you know, and they therefore, father said to me, You must come aside. You must keep your focus. You must, there will be days that we feel that we want to give up, you know. Yes. But we must keep our focus. And a few years ago, one of my friends um, said to me, Cause she could see the difference you know she could see like someone sent me a message the other day and she said to me um, she said to me every time I see a new um, photo of you then you just you just ideas, <laughs> and I was just like wow and um yeah, and you know what was good for me? You know, my Eden was. I think Eden was sixteen years, and Brayden was eleven when I went through my processes. And the nice thing was that Father took all three of us on the same journey on the same together. journey. The he, Lord. he had his, my son had his things. Eden had her things. And I had to deal with my things. And today it's it's just amazing because I was obedient, you know, because I surrendered, because I just obedience, yeah, was the other thing. Oh, obedience yes, even yes. unto death. I had to, like, father took me out of the church and is, and, and at first I didn't want to go because our pastor just started to use me, you know, he was mm. calling me out to prophesy over people, to pray for pastors and, and all that stuff. And then I knew, and I had this feeling that something was not right in my marriage. And then father asked me to, you know, to step, step back. Yes, to step back and to yeah, just to bring this as an offering, you know, before him. Mm-hmm. And through our journey, there was there will be a lot of times that Father will ask us, you know, to bring sacrifices. And that was one of the hardest ones because because yes. I was always the I thought to myself, I'm gonna be, you know, this this prophet, but. But looking back, I would have been this prophet, maybe, but without character, you know, without integrity and without this love for Father and this intimacy. Because um, Father really turns everything around for our good. You know, today I'm the winner. (laughs) I'm the winner because (laughs) I have that relationship with Father. Mm. I read the other day, Catherine Kuhlman. Um, She had that relationship with Father, you know, that back and forth. And I have that relationship with Father. I can just be in his presence whole day. I'm a worshiper. Yes. I love that that first song, you know, <laughs> yes. and um, I'm a worshiper, so all day it's back and forth between me and father and and that's the best thing I've lost um uh, my husband, you know, but i've i've gained, gained the best husband <laughs> <in> the <world. laughs> like yeah, like I 54 divorced, your maker is your husband, and yes. he's the best um. Husband, really. So this was mm. just, and now today, you know, Father restored myself, my daughter, and my, and Braden. And you know, the best thing is when I minister and they with me. And, and, and it's just the enemy didn't want this. And my story could have been so different. He didn't want this. Today when I minister, I can call Eden because she's also a prophet in training. And I can call her to come and minister with me. She ministers with me at my mentoring sessions at my home. And then Brayden also before he left for America, he's 20 years old. I trained them early on, you know, Mm, to flow in their gifts. Yes, Yes, and And to count on the Lord at all times. Yeah, I was just like... uh, I worked in HR and Brayden was a year old and father told me to leave my job. And all my colleagues said, no, Abigail, where are you going to get money with this, with that? But I just, I know my father's voice. When he tell me to do something, I do it. And today when I look back, you know, I have, I'm very proud. I have a a godly mom. If it wasn't for my mom, you know, who who taught me about father and taught me about like I'm a giver. We give us my mom, myself and my children. And from small, I trained them, you know, my children would come um, from school and tell Braden was grade one. Mommy, this boy doesn't have a backpack and and um, Eden would come. Mommy, this um, mm. child doesn't have shoes. You know, we have to train our children. We, we can't be. Christians that just in name you are Christian yes. but in your house you know and and father told me last year he said to me Abigail you can't say people are anointed you know you, we don't really know you know I can put up a mask here and I can say all the wonderful words and then my my um my relationship, there's no relationship yes. between me and Father. Absolutely. My house is in shambles. Is in in yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, that's so profound. And he said to me, only when a, someone lives with you, then you can say that they, that they anointed. Praise the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord. You know, and the Lord just really is, uh, reminded me here in Psalm 25, 8 to 9. He says, the Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the proper path. Amen. To those who go astray, he leads the humble in doing right, teaching them his ways. Amen. And that is exactly what you are sharing with us about the character of his character. Yes. We have to die to ourselves and we have no character until he creates his yes. character within us. But we, once again, the session is almost <laughs> over, but we're going to listen to B by K- Kizia Peterson. I love her. She's one of our precious um, uh, gospel artists and it's called waiting on you. Amen. Good afternoon and thank you for being with us this afternoon. It's been such an incredible journey uh, conversation that we've been having with our beautiful guest Abigail Wilson um, she's turning 50. I'm sorry to tell you, but I have to tell you because it's never too late to step into your giftings and I am so proud of you and may the Lord just bless you with a wonderful, prosperous and... Really an amazing new new year coming up and for the rest of your life. May he just his favor just rest on you and bless you abundantly in every area of your life, Abigail. You. And I know you're launching your book, The Journey, and we are discussing this these beautiful Holy Spirit filled um, poems. But please share with us your incredible journey of some that were really significant to you and why were they so significant to
1: you? Um, you know, I think the, the thing that father wanted me to or that place that father wanted me to step into is this wide open space in Father. After I've written the journey, over two hundred poems. I'm gonna there's a second book coming out just after this one. He um started to download, he told me that we're done with a journey two years ago and then he started to download new poems and it was about this wide open space in him, you know. Mm-hmm. Where we find ourselves now as as journey dwellers, you know, as wilderness dwellers. Mm-hmm. We're in this wide open space because we've paid the price, you know, every price that is asked of us, we pay that price. And in this space everything's just gonna be easier, you know, because we've we've bring um we've brought every sacrifice that he asked of us, and then um so I'm busy with new poems now, and father it's just um the journey for me was a, really about dying to self. Father wants our flesh to die, and it's mm-hmm. so important you know when he takes us through the wilderness, like um the scripture says, I brought my the wrong wrong glasses with me <laughs> okay, no that's 50 for you hey eh? um <laughs> don't this, worry we're all behind you <laughs> this was one of my favorite um scriptures while going through the wilderness um Isaiah 2 14, therefore behold i will allure her will bring her into the wilderness and speak comfort to her i will give her vineyards from there, and the valley of Acre as a door of hope, she sh- shall sing there, as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up from the land of of Egypt, and this is so true for me, you know, Father really took me through my wilderness season, and now I'm in that wide open space, and you know, two years ago, I started to, also while going through lockdown also, I started to write the Afrikaans book, but um, I... St- I started to have this um, supernatural encounters while going through lockdown and while still writing, you know, my, um, my English books. And I just believe that the bride father wants us to be dead to self yes. so that our spirit man can be stronger, you know, because he's spirit. And our, when our flesh is still alive, you know, that that intimacy between us. It's not what it's supposed to be. So he wants us dead. He really wants a dead bride. And when our spirit man is stronger, you know, then that intimacy is just on another level, you know. Because we in a new season. Father's taking his pride higher and a lot of people's gonna, you know, stay behind because they didn't want to pay that price, that high price, you know. They yes. didn't want to work on themselves. That's they just it. they just want so many of us. Yeah, they just want to step out and they just want to, you know, have the quick fix. The quick <laughs> fix. And it doesn't, work, doesn't like work like that. You know, Joseph went through his processes. Yes. Thirteen yes. years. Thirteen years. And here we just want to step into everything, you know. Exactly. And um yes. thirteen I was doing a teaching on this other a few a months or so ago and I was thinking 13 and 13 is the number of the bride you know wow. <laughs> and 13 so that's where father wants us he wants his bride because they, they, it's now time where they will be uh, uh, you will know who's the bride. By the sound that she released, you know, the sound that she got when she went through her heart processes. That's a different sound. It won't be. Father said to me, I'm busy with a prophetic word. And he said to me, Abigail. It won't be a mediocre sound. It won't be a powerless sound. You know, it won't be a, a quote, a scripture sound. You know, it mm. will be a sound that was birthed in the deep trenches, you know, when yes. we went through our pain and our affliction and that hurt and everything. And now when I look back, it was, it's like nothing. And, you know, um, we're only ready for greatness when that person who have hurt us so much, or that people who have hurt us so much can come into our presence and it's like nothing to us, yes, it's like absolutely, absolutely nothing yes, to us, yes, you're 100% right, yeah, that's
0: wonderful. Okay, so, she's um, as time is moving on, we'd love to hear one or two of your poems.
1: Oh, uh, just let me just see. This one is my distinguished ones, hidden ones, come out of the caves, show yourselves. For my glory will be like midnight oil flowing from the heads of these ones, different in speech, different in the anointing they carry, produced under pressure, when all of hell try to stop them. The enemy fears these glory carriers, which he could not stop. The mandate on their life birthed in heaven, it will be like an explosion on earth, as these set apart distinguished ones step out and take a hold of their blueprint birth under the unction of my voice. The adversity and wilderness was so necessary. You will thank me for taking you through these trials and tribulations. It birthed something of everlasting value within you. It's part of you and the blueprint I called you to carry. As you hide in me, you will hear my voice, receive my direction and follow suit, ready to invade and overtake to carry the sound of my heart, to run with my word in your mouth, breaking off every limitation and lie of the enemy. And as you declare, let my people go, my anointing will set people free, restore them to their rightful place in me. The time is now. Be ready at all times to bring my presence to every dead situation. My glory on your life will do the uncommon, hidden ones, take your place, you have been prepared for such a time as this. Nothing you went through was in vain. You will soon see why the enemy tried everything in his power to stop you.
0: Yeah, that
1: is powerful.
0: And I think we've all been there, eh? Hey? Yes. I tell you now, we've all been there, where the enemy just comes and tramples all over us and tries and crushes us. But Epigirl, I need to say thank you so much for sharing your beautiful Absolute wonderful testimony that led to this book. Um, how can we get hold of a book like this?
1: Um, you can, the listeners can um email me Abigail Wilson seventy nine at gmail dot com. But my uh, name, you know, my yes, name is. Please say that. <laughs> going to remind you, please. It's my not name Abigail. is written E B I with the E E B I G A L E, Wilson. Absolutely. So you can just send me. (laughs) And
0: I think you're on Facebook as well. So if there's any questions, you're welcome to go on her Facebook. Abigail, I just trust that the Lord will just give you great success in this book. Amen. Launch as well as launching you into the greatness of and the goodness that he's offered, uh, God for you and your family. Yes. And I really trust the Lord that he will just bless you abundantly, exceedingly well in this new year. And I pray that for you too, listeners, just yes. know that the Lord is with us. He's in it with us. Even though we look as though we're losing the battle, but when we've won it, we live in complete and Full victory according mm-hmm. to his will and his way. But we need to die to ourselves. So I just want to encourage you, if it's not today, do it today as soon as you can. He loves you abundantly and he wants only the good for you. So I ask you, family and friends, reach out to him today. Turn back. Turn back to him. Turn back to him. It is the most, probably the most biggest best decision that you're ever going to make and I can tell you, trust the process, trust the process thank you Abigail, thank you for joining us this afternoon and it was a great privilege to have you in the studio with us, so family and friends we are going to say goodbye now, see you next week, be safe stick to the rules and we will see you soon goodbye